Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 106 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season 5, episode 19, Menace, which I never found a better title than Menace like Dennis, or Dennis (laughs) the Menace. Uh, But that's okay. Um, Before we get started, hope everybody had a great holiday. Yeah, we are recording this on January 1st. So, Happy New Year! Someone has coffee for reasons that are not just needing to take large drinks. So, I hope you guys all had great gifts for Christmas. I got a wonderful raging ear infection. (laughs) (laughs) Nixie, did you get anything fun? I don't know that you did. Oh, no! I mean, it was a pretty low-key Christmas. (laughs) That involved a shiny bauble sitting behind the tree. What? So I'm sure we'll be mentioning, you'll hear about uh, bartender Nick and I are going to get married. So are you going to hyphenate to Nixie hyphen bartender Nick? Are yeah. you going to be Mrs. Bartender Nick? <laughs> Mrs. Bartender Nick. That's going to be your official last name? That'll yeah. be fun to take yeah, to the courthouse yeah. <laughs> and just look them straight in the eye and be like, yes. Yes, Bar- Nixie Bartender Nick. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. That's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> I know this is not your middle name, but it'll be Nixie Ann Bartender yeah. Nick. Yeah, Ann is the middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the plan. That's yeah. definitely the plan. So, yay for the Nixie! Yay! Um, so, that's our fun little holiday segue, and I had to get it in there. And I'm sorry if I've embarrassed you, but we are where we are. I don't embarrass easily. This is fair. Yes. All right, let's do this. Alrighty. Where are we? Menace. First year. Society. Got yes. It. On <laughs> April 26, 2002. Story by James uh, Cagney and Lacey. Yes. (laughs) Sounds better than me butchering this poor man's name. Tickenor. Thank you. Sure. Something along those. Um, He is actually, I should know his name because for a large part of Stargate, he's either the visual effects supervisor or the visual effects producer. And we know how I feel about visual effects. They're kind of important. It's the opposite of how I feel about pronouncing words with letters (laughs) I don't know. That's a great game. That's a great yardstick to measure with. This is how much I care about it. As much as Nixie pronouncing names. I have none cares. Um, It was written by uh, James and uh, Peter, whom we know and love, and is directed Mm -hmm. by Mr. Martin Wood. And I will be honest, guys, if you saw, I'm sure he's in there. I didn't have time to search for the Martin Wood cameo. Mm -hmm. Um, Please, like... Tell us where the Martin Wood cameo is, because I did not have a chance today, uh, I woke up a little late, to rewatch it to look for I the couldn't hear Wood. it beyond the garbling in my ears. <laughs> it's real fun, guys. It's real fun. To- it's like the opposite of the ringing. Yeah, it'll make it for a really interesting edit of this podcast, he- but I think we'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, I know, he, I, I'm sure him and the wrench are in there. Yeah. I, they, they gotta be. I just did not spot him. They're hiding behind the baby replicator. Yep. <laughs> They're all hiding behind the tiny tiny little baby so replicator. So the uh, the guest star is Daniel Danielle Nicolette oh, who's cool. Reese 
And she actually spent, you might recognize her, she spent a lot of time on Third Rock from the Sun as one of Dick's students. Oh, okay. Whom another one of Dick's students was played by Mr. David DeLuise. I know that name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think her largest movie to date was uh, Central Intelligence, which I did see. It was kind of oh. adorable. She was um, Kevin Hart's wife. Okay, which movie is that one? It's the one with Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. You had me at The Rock. I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch him do it. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson's identical twin. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm still determined that they're not the same person. I think The Rock is his stunt double. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Um, and she's been in a number of episodes of The Flash recently as the DA. Oh, nice. Yeah. So she's she's getting work. Good yeah. She's... She, like, I... It's... I, you definitely recognize her. She's so good in this episode. Yeah. She is amazing. She definitely as makes you believe that she's crazy. She well <laughs> she she be- makes you believe that she's crazy, but I just I it's very much like like Lal in in the episode of of Next Generation. I like when you have not like, but I always find it interesting when you have these androids and these robots who are still learning, are still in the progression of, like, the getting the emotional intelligence. Yeah. And, and so they're really, like, they're five-year-olds who are stuck in this adult facade. Yeah. And it's not... We'll bring it up later. I don't think it's because her father, quote-unquote, made her to be at this level. I think she's just naturally progressing. It just takes she's time, She's just yeah. learning. She it, might only be five years old, right. essentially. The human... But the things that make us... Very uniquely human yeah. are the things that you find in these types of episodes. Exactly. Yeah. So we start with an overhead shot of SG-1 arriving in the ruins of an advanced civilization that was destroyed a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> oh. And they do eventually <laughs> find a lab. Sam guesses it's a lab because it, it has perfectly preserved woman radiating some energy. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant it's a lab because there is a puppy. Yeah. And they had floppy uh-huh. ears yep. and a dopey grin on his yep. face. That would be Jack. <laughs> it is definitely a lab. <laughs> that is a lab puppy. <laughs> if it wakes up ready to go at 6 a.m., guys, I'm on all kinds of medication. All right, let's get this show back on track. <laughs> And credits. <laughs> so apparently the reason that... I do, I, before we get to I do want to say... Um, Daniel's reaction is very much like the dwarves in Snow White. He's like, it's a girl. I know. It's like, whoa, there. Whoa. And they even make a Snow White reference later on. That's true, yeah. When Jack's like, why don't you kiss her? Yeah, it's very, but he's very much like. That's Sleeping Beauty, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, well, you know, Snow White gets kissed too. There's a lot of sleeping girls. It's <laughs> let's, let's not very look into creepy. It. Let's not look into yeah, it too hard. Don't look into some older Disney films um so back at the sgc after the credits um jack radios into the sgc and sam wants to bring the robots back um she's i've been watching a lot of futurama yeah uh and she's pretty sure that she could safely i think sam would enjoy futurama sam would love like all of them would love futurama yeah yeah. for a very different reason futurama is one of the greatest television shows ever i think sam would get this like joy out of the fake science of it all Uh i think it would just delight her and then jack obviously would love it he would just be (laughs) Bender. like, shut up, baby, I know it. (laughs) What's a fry? That's fair. He's like a mix of fry and Bender. Um, And uh, it's just basically this this robot's just a 
cool new toy for her and she can't pass it up. She wants to bring it home and, and you know, figure out how it works. Mm-hmm. And for Daniel, he finds it interesting because it's the last remnants of a civilization. If they yeah. can get this thing working, um, it's basically just a living history document. Um, so it's his Christmas as well. Yeah. So back in the SGC lab, mm-hmm. puppy, in clean suits, <laughs> we get Sam and Janet. Um and Janet, this is kind of really her only scene in the episode. Yeah, Janet's kind of a like been kind of MIA lately. She's yeah. a little, uh, not all, always there. I well, we I haven't really that. written some, they don't really have any good scripts. I do know there's an episode coming up before the end of the season that has a little bit more Janet in it. All right, I'll take it. Guys, you know the episode. I don't know things. You don't know it. They know it. I will say that um, I wanted to share how I've been watching Fuller House Shamelessly, I I'm not yeah and no. and because all the Fuller House we both love Stephanie Tanner so much uh-huh. I thought you'd appreciate this at some point DJ says something to which Stephanie doesn't want to answer so she <laughs> takes a drink uh huh yep and I said I know that move I know that move well <laughs> I love Stephanie Tanner guys let's be realistic. I was Stephanie Tanner in the original Full House. Oh, I totally... Well, I had a big sister, and I was the little slimy kid. With the exception of wanting a kid that badly in the new Furla house, I'm still Stephanie Tanner. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I want her entire wardrobe. My goodness, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I feel like we can pull off the same clothes. That's fair. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. So, in clean suits, Sam and Janet get their nerd on. Um, checking out the new toy. And <laughs> Janet can nerd out about some self-repairing nanotechnology that this new toy has. Mm. And Sam is able to get the little mini disc tray to pop out of her neck. And it looks <laughs> about Nintendo 64 size of did, discs. Now, did you get out a small wonder feel about yeah, this? Yeah, it's very small wonder. <laughs> but you're right. It is an N64 it's Nintendo, disc. It's an N64 disc. <laughs> Definitely. And I would not that. be surprised if they've just redressed an N64 disc. Done. Because that's about the same size. And wasn't this about the N64 era? Uh, I'm not the right person to know that. Oh, this is actually, I think this is GameCube era. But I think, no, N64, I'm wrong. N64 still had cartridges. I'm talking GameCube discs. Oh, yeah. The not little box 64 one. discs. So what happened is at some point I went PlayStation and never went back. Oh, I still have a GameCube down there. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry. These are not N64 discs. Mm-hmm. N64 doesn't have discs. I'm sorry. They're, <laughs> they're GameCube discs. Done. Yeah. Let's not get that wrong. Nope. Let's, because let's people will, if, if anything, nerds will yell yeah. <laughs> if I say Don't that N64 had discs. Don't screw it up, Nixie. So Jack and Daniel head up to the briefing room, and Daniel is reminiscing over the history of mankind dreaming of androids, and Jack gives no shits about any of it. <laughs> He's like, um, I'm bored. Upstairs, I think I saw someone that could have been Martin Wood passing here on the stairs, but there's no giant wrench, so it's mm-hmm. hard to tell. So upstairs, Hammond and Carter are talking about whether they should turn the robot on or not. <laughs> yeah. And uh, apparently it's been operating on less than 1% battery for who knows how long. For yeah, the fact dude, that that battery has great... lasted that long. It's a Nokia. She's a Nokia brand. <laughs> yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, a, she's a brick. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely not an Apple iPhone. <laughs> 
Um, I well, to be fair, I'm pretty sure once I get below like three percent and lower, it lasts longer on those three percent than yeah. it does on any other percent. I think it's just like lying until it gets to that point. Yeah, it's basically. like well, now I'm not lying. It's anymore. actually secretly at ten percent when it gets the to five percent. Time, yeah. <laughs> it just grades differently. Um, but Sam is pretty sure she can she can charge it again and turn it back on. And <laughs> its neurological systems are as complex as a human brain, and so she's actually hoping the robot can help Sam understand the robot. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. She, that Would that be like uh, Data? Yeah. Because Data knows what Data is. Data knows what Data is, and I definitely think that Data helped a lot with the understanding of himself. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So so maybe she's just watched a lot of Trek? Duh. <laughs> Sam has watched all of the Trek. <laughs> Sam has watched all... To be fair, Jack has watched all the Trek, too. That's true. He's a space nerd. Yeah, forget that. That's right. He is a space nerd. But I do love the 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 science, the, you know, the majorly complicated, sophisticated science of like, we'll just charge it. Yeah, see we're gonna works. cycle the system. Yeah, <laughs> gonna turn her off and turn her back on uh-huh. again. Done. So back in the lab, um, puppy Sam <laughs> inserts the right GameCube disc, and Jack. This is where Jack jokes to Daniel that you know maybe you should kiss her and wake her up. Yeah. Um, but it's like don't tempt him. He's already very interested. <laughs> um, and she breathes and then has a pulse and a heart because she's made to be very lifelike. And the first thing that she asks is, "Where am I?" As oh. you would. Yeah. And Daniel does his, you know, his his awesome explainer thing because he's definitely the person he you want talking. He rolls diplomacy. <laughs> he rolls very high <laughs> diplomacy. Um, and her name is Reese. And she wants to know where her father is. And she's essentially a frightened child. Yeah. Um, so the giant guns being pointed at her by the SFs are... Don't, does it help? Does it not help the situation? Nope. <laughs> um, she was asleep and she did not know her planet was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Her father, like, knew that she was going to be in danger, told her to go to sleep, and that he would wake her when the danger was away. So, she's very confused as to why they want her here, what she's doing here. She doesn't understand why Sam would be interested in her, because she does not know that she's a robot. Yeah, this this is a tough one. Yeah. Because it's like, ooh, this is, how do we, you're not real, gotta go by <laughs> and and Sam doesn't pick up the fact that she doesn't know what she is. And Daniel like goes, "Can I talk to you in the hallway yeah. so I can awkwardly explain this?" Can to I you? talk to all of you people who are not at all paying attention to anything <laughs> this robot is reacting to or yeah. responding? Picking with? up none of the cues. Um, can we stop staring at the robot like a piece of meat we want to eat? Thanks. And then in the hallway, Jack's like, well, I don't know how that's possible. How doesn't she know? And Daniel's like, do you not remember in like the first season of this yeah. show when we were turned into robots and we didn't know that we were robots? And then we had a hard time understanding and grasping the fact that we were robots. Like we've been through this entire situation before. Yeah. This literally has happened to you. How do you not understand? <laughs> do you not it? like if if like you're one, we're one of the few people that can actually have empathy and understand what she's going through right yeah. now. <laughs> In not realizing that we're robots. Yeah. <laughs> actually, to be fair, you know what? I take that back because. The robots are the people that did that. Right, and but they we've wouldn't been have through that. this whole thing before. They have been. So I guess he can't necessarily understand the concept of 
knowing you're not realizing you're a robot, they just woke up and went, hey, there's been robots made of us. Right. Compassion, uh, you know, experience isn't necessary for compassion. No, but I was, my brain was more going, you've been through this, but they didn't get the memories back. Right. They didn't get the memory. It wasn't a retroactive memory dump. That's true. So Jack does not remember being a robot and not yeah, knowing. and not being... Yes, this is fair. Yes. But even so, didn't we see these robots? Yeah, he's, he's very been recently. pretty close to this, yeah. Remind, like, weren't they, like, in this season that we saw them again? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... I wish Daniel would say, we just dealt with them earlier in the season. <laughs> I mean, our life. Was it? I think it was the end of last season. It I might think. have been, yeah, it might yeah. have been. Anyways, and... and and Daniel's like, you know, maybe we should just not destroy her reality even more. And after we just told her her entire planet is gone, let's like ease her into this shit. Yeah, it got, that's good. I will say that I, I found out a little about myself uh, because I did not go to the Daniel place that I oh, really? always think I yeah. am and should go to. And I'm an understanding and empathetic person. Were you in the Jackson? I went, I don't trust her. Oh, okay. <laughs> My brain went, she's pretending. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Jack and Sam just don't get Daniel's point because he's just like, she's a machine. He, he just repeats that like six times. Machine. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Daniel thinks, look, we've seen enough in the galaxy. We've been around the block enough times that we have to be careful in deciding what is and what is not a life form. Yeah. You know. Do you guys, do you think Rosie from the Jetsons knew she was a machine? I think Rosie knew she was a machine. Or do you think she just thought she was part of the family? I think she she was definitely, she doesn't have to be not a machine to be part of the family. That's fair. I think she was part of the family. In the same way, like, Rosario is part of Karen Walker's family. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Possibly a little less drinking I mean, And involved. I guess Rosie does look like a robot. Yes. She doesn't look like people. I think Rosie knew that she was All right, a that's fair. Yeah. Oh, Rosie. Oh, Rosie. Um, <laughs> so Sam thinks that she has the right to know that she's an android. And yeah. Daniel's like, I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I'm on board with that. It's just timing. Look, the child is allowed to know it's adopted, but maybe not at the age of four. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe you ease her into it and you start with stories that include, like, yeah, adopted of what, fa- Where like, people come families. from and how people... Exactly. Yeah. And then you just kind of ease into it. You don't just go, you're not biologically mine. You're not ours. Yeah. Like, this is literally all your child will hear. Exactly. You're not... You don't belong here. Yeah, you have <laughs> to like put things in context yeah um i mean clearly right now reese is upset for the moment and jack's again for a machine and sam questions you know daniel throwing around terms like psychological in terms of reese and daniel's like but why shouldn't we you just said that her brain is as complex as ours Mm -hmm. um and daniel sort of wins in terms of taking things slowly and dealing with things in her own terms and sort of letting her dictate how the conversation goes right um, and he heads back in, and Sam thinks that, you know, there there might be more. Why destroy an entire civilization and leave one amazing robot behind? Yeah. And so Jack will head back in, head back out to the planet and see if they've missed anything. Mm-hmm. So back in the puppy lab, Sam watches from the observation room while Daniel talks to Reese. Yeah. And she wonders, like, she wanders around the room pressing buttons and... Daniel's, like, challenging his, like, psych 101 Uh from college. He's like, I can do this. So did you, when she's wandering around, like, wondering if she was 
picking up things or doing things on perk if you don't already trust her right now oh i was waiting for her to just turn yeah okay the entire time i was like she gonna kill you she's gonna kill i mean you're not gonna die because you're daniel but she's gonna try real hard so she's curious about the the rest of earth They've been talking for a while, and Daniel, you know, wonders if she knows about the danger that was on the planet, you know, knew it happened to the civilization, and her attitude immediately changes, and she yeah. just shakes her head. She, like, shuts down. Yeah, that's when I was like, nope, no, red flags, red flags, red flags, red flags, red flags, go home now. So, cut to Jack and Teal'c on said planet with SG-3, which has mostly been one colossal waste of a time. <laughs> And one member of SG-3 is like, you did say to look for anything uncharacteristic of the indigenous technology. Mm -hmm. Jack's like, no, I would never say that. (laughs) (laughs) I am fully confident in the fact that I would never, ever use those words. It's my favorite quote if you say it, like, in context. It's just my favorite. I love. It's my favorite (laughs) Jack moment. Irregardless, they did find these little bits of something scattered around that look exactly like replicator bits. Huh, weird. Huh. I will say that I'm dumb. And uh, <laughs> took me a were? while. <laughs> took me a while. To remember Ooh. what those little bits were? And I was like, what did she make? Why Why is this thing... In, even once she... Spoiler alert. Oh. Once we see there's a little thing made in her hand. Uh-huh. I'm like, why is... <laughs> We, I, I'm supposed to know this. I'm well, it's supposed like, to know it's like this. the three-point reveal. Yeah. <laughs> and you get it at the end. Yes, definitely. So um, Sam checks the little bits back in the lab, and they're they're dead. They have no energy through them. Mm-hmm. They might have caused the plant's destruction. I will say this is the first of, like, the two magnifying... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The greatest, uh, like, I don't even know what type of humor you call that. Is that just, like, technical humor? Because it's just stage set humor? Prop prop humor? humor. It is, it's like the big, like, giant (laughs) Sam face. (laughs) It felt like an homage to, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Rick Moranis. (laughs) So, Sam guesses that they might have caused the plant's destruction, but as Tilk points out, like, they're a the first replicators that we found in our galaxy natively because right. the ones that were on earth were brought from the asgardians right. galaxy yeah and they like replicators whole point is to go after advanced technology so why would they leave reese alone hmm, hmm. i wonder why oh is grace taking a drink that time <laughs> I like our imaginary person who doesn't know what's about to happen. I get to take drinks, too. So maybe Reese gives off some, like, bug spray signal or frequency or something. (laughs) She's also made of citronella. Which I love, yeah. She's she's made of, of, of organic, of, like, solid citronella. Yeah. Um, but, but that's what her skin is made of. Yes, yes. It's very waxy. Uh, <laughs> but that could help us a long way in fighting the Asgard off. I mean, it's a long way to go from where it is now to being in practice, but uh-huh. it's something. And Hammond's like, look, Daniel, what, like, what has she learned? Like, what has she been able to teach us? And so far, it's not much yet. Mm-hmm. She's very hard to pin down. Her attention waters. <laughs> She's, She's like, child. she has the mind of a child as Somebody... Jack plays with a yeah. giant magnifying yeah. glass behind him. <laughs> I wouldn't know what that's like at all. 
<laughs> uh, but Daniel, maybe Jack would have been. If, look, if only Jack could be a, a slightly more open-minded, he might have been better at getting information. This from is very him. true. Because very much like himself, mind of a child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He could have been like, "You want to eat some pie?" Yeah. She would have been like, "I like I'm... blue Jello instead," <laughs> and he would have been like, "Salt." <laughs> Daniel definitely thinks that she's deliberately hiding something, though. Which, duh. Uh Uh-huh. So, as for her personality, you know, she could have been a trans consciousness of a child, or she was intended to be emotionally, like, like, mature, but her creator just couldn't get the programming right. And again, this is where I'd say, maybe she's supposed to develop, like, a human's personality and maturity level Mm -hmm. progresses. And she's there just, like, put her in this body, because they're not going to, like, change her bodies as she grows up. That's fair, yeah. So, oh, I guess you could though. Oh, maybe that's the key to unlocking. You could. I mean, AI if, like, if, the, like your upgrade is like a birthday. It's like a thing. Yeah, and if if you're if the whole like programming core is the brain, mm-hmm. then you could in essence like transfer that that core. Yeah, into, like into different bodies. Because then you're also uh, simulating adolescence, adolescence and puberty. And yeah. And, like, the why does my body feel weird? It's yeah. not mine anymore. <laughs> because it's a brand new body. Right. <laughs> That's a beautiful story. I'm going to write it. That is really cool. <laughs> that is really cool. And Sam wants to finally tell her what she is because it could change her programming to find out what she is. So in Reese's room, she's very happy to see Daniel. Mm-hmm. And she gives him a statue of two people, like, you know, parents and child, mm-hmm. and he has, he's like, thank what? God it's that and not something else. <laughs> but I love how she was like, he's like, how the fuck did you make this? Like, yeah. you have none of this shit in I'm this room. I'm confused by you. You're very weird. Um, and instead of going, like, like, going on to talk, like, but she has, to, she sees Dan, Sam uh-huh. and Jack in the observation room, so she's like, I don't know if I want to talk. Yeah. Because I don't like this situation. I don't trust him. Which is when I decide I don't trust her more. And and she's like, can't we just go and have some fun? Like, doesn't mm. Daniel ever have fun? And she's she's like, crazy. Like, on Barney Stinson's scale of, like, <laughs> uh-huh. hot crazy. Yeah. She crazy. She cray cray. Yeah. Um, and I love how Daniel's, like, not as much fun as I would like to. <laughs> Poor Daniel. Oh. And I love he, she's like, he's like, sit. No, sit. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want a treat? It's like a dog. Uh, yeah, as, as Kaylee As Kaylee went, about. I heard treat. Yeah, I, Go love, back to I your know boat. that word. <laughs> <laughs> and she did. Um, and, and he's like, well, sit and we're going to talk and then we can have some fun, I promise. Yeah. And then he breaks the news to Reese. Oh, and no. mid-conversation, as he's trying to break the news to Reese, mid-conversation, she's like, this is boring. And yeah. And Jack's like, I identify with this child. <laughs> yeah, I know. I understand this feel. <laughs> and I love how she's like, my father always told me I was special. And Daniel's like, yes. Like- <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you are. And yeah. as, and as Jack, as Daniel is like, well, you are. She has this like, duh, I know, nod on her yeah. face. The facial expression <laughs> right there is amazing. It's gotta be great to be, to find a way to channel like that child like just rooted in emotion uh-huh. feeling. That's got to be fun to act. So much fun. It's got to be a fun role. She to does play. it so well, and but she does not take the news well. No. <laughs> yeah, she mad. She mad, and then she refuses, and then shoves Daniel across the room and starts yeah. pounding on the glass. That's not. 
something to be scared of at all. No. It's not a red flag, <laughs> number <No>. 100. <laughs> it's and not it at all. In the hallway, Janet is tending to Daniel's head wound. And <laughs> Jack's like... Janet, like, she cray. Find a different girl. <laughs> and I love Jack's like, well, that went well. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> and Sam wonders if she's like if she has programming to prevent her from acknowledging the truth possibly and Jack's like maybe she'd just be broken yeah maybe we should just kill her and Daniel's like look I don't think we should just turn her off I don't think she meant to hurt anyone <laughs> and Jack's I like I feel like Jack's approach to things is like well that's dead <laughs> there's a there's a boyfriend Jesse that some of us may or may not know who reacts to things in a very similar fashion. It's like, well, we're just going to throw that out because it's, it's like, or, or unplug it and wait a minute. <laughs> nope. It's broken. It's broken. <laughs> um, Jack, and then I love how like, Jack's like, well, I don't like most of what you say, Daniel. <laughs> and I still resist the, resist the urge to shove you through a wall. Right. He's like, I didn't know we were allowed to do that. I can yeah. do that? Man, there's so many times, so many walls. <laughs> that you could have gone through. <laughs> uh, and later in reason... Because he plays like a little montage in his head of just like <laughs> slamming um, him in um, the wall. Just like when like Hulk punching Loki. Yeah. It's just that. <laughs> just Jack wants to do that to Daniel all day long. <laughs> yes, I dig it. And later in Reese's room, with a big giant hug, she wants to make sure that Daniel forgives her. She didn't mean it. And then she also forgives Daniel for attacking her. And <laughs> Daniel's like, come again for big fudge? Yeah. Um, I did sorry, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> and Reese has made something for him. <laughs> Since he wanted to make have more fun. Dun, dun, dun. It's his very own shiny new replicator toy. Yay. Nope. <laughs> this is where I wrote, oh shit, she made a replicator. Uh, nope card. Yeah. Um, and later in Sam's room, she should have put on a please do not tap on the glass for Jack, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, yeah, really. Like, don't feed the animal <laughs> yeah. style sign. Do not tap on glass. Yeah, don't piss off replicator. <laughs> and apparently she... <laughs> Jack is the animal that baits the lion to yeah, the zoo. Yeah, uh-huh. It's like, oh, that's why you lost your hand, sir. Because you're dumb. <laughs> so apparently Reese made the replicator and can control it. Yeah. Like, as to how, on the CCTV, you can see her turning a pair of scissors into a replicator piece, like, with the power of Grapthar's hammer. Like, I don't know. You just, yeah. Reason. She just can. Mm-hmm. And, well, the explanation because they have is, is the nanotechnology mm-hmm. that she uses to self-repair can reorder matter on a microscopic level. Whoa. Sure. And she she knows, like, if she knows how their replicators are constructed, she should be able to help us defeat them. Good luck in convincing her to do yeah. that. The problem is that she isn't talking. Right. She may have been highly offended since, like, Daniel didn't love her presence. Yeah. How dare she? You know, it's like, you gotta know how to talk to children. Yes. When you get a picture that is just a bunch of crazy scribbles and you're like, this child... <laughs> Is a serial killer. <laughs> Just you don't say. Out of your fridge. You don't say, say thanks. What is it? You say, oh, tell me a story about your picture. <laughs> See, that's the that's the difference between you and me. Ah, uh, yeah. I'd be like, thanks, and then flip it around trying to find the up. <laughs> yeah. Now, now here's the thing though: is that can backfire because you that's, can get the kid who's like, I already drew you a fucking picture. No, that's that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. there's no good way of dealing with that. Uh-uh. Just. 
Just don't accept drawings until, unless you know what they are. <laughs> if a kid tries no, to no, thank you, you, I cannot accept this. If a kid tries to give you a drawing, you go, "Oh, that's so pretty." You know who would really like that? Your mom. Yeah, go go give that to your mom. <laughs> I wonder what Dolly's parents thought. They're like, "Our kid's crazy. This can't be good." You're never going to amount to anything yeah. in life. <laughs> You're you're insane. Thank God we have money. Pollock's Pollock's parents? Yeah. No. Yeah. What what are you doing? I he's useless. Yeah. We, just learn a trade. Be a lawyer. Yeah. You'll be better off. Yikes. So, uh, um, Sam suggests that they try to contact the Asgard. Hammond's like, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> That's always like the nice default. It's like the Asgard are our parents. Uh-huh. I don't know. Call mom and dad. Yeah, you should. You should call Thor. Just <laughs> try is Thor not around? Try Frigga. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody has to be there. Jack and Daniel visit Reese and want to know about the replicators, and she's like, "But they're just a toy." And in the conversation, we see Sam and Teal'c standing in the observation room, and Teal'c has a giant gun pointed at the replicator. Uh-huh. And as Reese gets more emotional, the replicator gets more emotional. Right. Hmm. Guys, there's connection. I do love the poor Reese's. No wonder she's bored. There's nothing but, like, she doesn't even get real Legos. She gets Duplo. I know. The girl can make replicators. (laughs) I think she can handle Legos. She could probably handle, like, one of the master builds. Give her that Millennium Falcon. I was going to say, some Ninjago never hurt nobody when they're bored. (laughs) I can tell you that from experience. (laughs) Anyway. <laughs> and Reese says it wasn't her fault. The people on her planet were afraid of her toys. Duh. Yeah. They weird. that they wanted to destroy her and her toys. Duh. <laughs> and they thought her father made her wrong and that she was bad. Yeah. Not going to argue. So she taught her toys to make more of themselves and to defend themselves in case anyone wanted to destroy them or her. <laughs> Sounds well. That's a awesome. great thing to do. Let's give this emotionally unstable thing all the power to destroy everything. She did try to stop them, but they wouldn't listen to her after a certain point. Mm-hmm. And then they killed everyone and mm-hmm. killed her father. And then they went away, so she was all alone and sad. <laughs> yeah. And now she's like, and now you guys don't like me anymore, and you think I'm bad. Yeah. Like there's, it's a catch twenty two. There's no way to talk to someone when they in this point. Those are the days where you go, you need therapy, <laughs> and I will not be <laughs> a hostage which, to your mental game. Which, which, like, wh- how how do you find a therapist to deal with like the first one of the first? Oh, Janet's got to know someone. I'm sure Janet does. Janet's got to have. Friends. I mean, we did see the therapist earlier in the one because the one that basically locked Daniel up in the in a in a right, hospital. Right. He's probably not the person you want talking no, to. This woman. No. I feel like Janet's got a circle of friends where they I'm sure. you know everybody's got friends that they talk work with uh-huh, that they vent. This is true. And she's like, "Bitch, please let me tell you about what I did today." Ready? Pour me another glass. And I will tell you. But no, Daniel's like, "Actually, we want you to help us stop them." But Reese just hears that they want to hurt and stop her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not interested. And at that point, the replicator is able to break and acid its way out of the glass, <laughs> and Teal'c's like, "Shoot it dead!" Yeah. Um, and Reese feels that. Yeah. Feels it in her soul. Aww. Her her robot robot soul. 
she does have a heart. We determined yeah, that. She feels does. it in our hearts. Let's so, not go into soul talk. <laughs> in the briefing room, turns out SG2 couldn't get a hold of the Asgard um, because they weren't home and all they got was a dial tone. Yeah. <laughs> and it would really suck if the Asgard fell when we possibly hold the key to defeating the replicators. Yeah, that's no good. And Sam admits that while Reese might hold the key, it's so far above like her knowledge base or anyone else theirs that they would really need the Asgard to figure out how to use Reese to defeat mm. the replicators on a grand scale. Yep. And Reese has clammed up. Since she now thinks that they don't like her, and she's also, I mean, she's just a kid who unwittingly taught her toys to be weapons of destruction. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are in trouble. Yes. We're not in a good spot. No, okay, yeah, I'm gonna let you keep going. So, Hammond has, like, admits that they're over their heads and orders Sam to shut her down until they can contact the Asgard, and Jack admits that that is not gonna be pretty to do. No. And Hammond tells them to do whatever is necessary. So that's when Reese finds a way to shut down the security cameras. Hey, that's a good sign. And the SFs try to figure out what's going on. And we see a whole bunch of replicators crawling down the hallway walls. (laughs) And... And, like, there's lots of off-camera weapons fire and yelling as you just zoom in on Reese's face, calmly sitting there. Yeah. This robot on the loose is about to happen. So, at the same time, SG-1 is walking down the hallways, the alarm sounds, mm-hmm. and the door is open. Reese is gone. Robot on the loose. Robot on the loose. That's the name of my new song. There's no more to it than that. I keep, no, I, I do it in my head to Werewolves in London. Robots loose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like it. (laughs) Um, And Jack gets to call Hammond and tell him that they have a replicator and robot problem. This is my favorite part. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because of this call, we get what I'm calling Action Hammond. Action Hammond! It's in my notes! (laughs) I love Action Hammond! And uh, for about all of last week, I Uh was singing... Action Hammond. <laughs> He's a hero. Gonna, gonna take replicators down to zero. <laughs> this is my life. That was actually off the top of our heads. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's the thing is this is this is what happens when you live with me. These are the things you learn. I am sorry, Stormy and boyfriend Jesse. Stormy doesn't care. Stormy, and Stormy loves it. Stormy loves it because he has now gotten the 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 Wonder Woman song, the uh-huh. original theme, yeah. is now his because I That's go, awesome. Stormageddon! Um, Kaylee barks at me whenever I try to sing. <laughs> and the question is, is she barking at me to tell me to stop, or is she barking because she's trying to join in? Oh, I think she's trying to, you know, uh, strike a chord and join the chorus. That's what I'm That's what I'm assuming. Other people say she's trying strike to tell me to shut up. the band join the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, the room has been cleared. The room she was in was cleared of anything that she could use as metal replicator bits, but they figured she must have made two the first time around and then just set one loose, and there could be hundreds by now. It's like Noah's Ark. All it takes is two. (laughs) (laughs) So we get lots of armed guards running around, the giant door to the base closing, the lights go out as rounds are made, and Mm -hmm. Sam and Hammond, action Hammond and action Sam, enter the control room, and... I mean, any chance we see Action Hammond, sleeves oh, rolled up. Yeah. 
ready the for black action. black t-shirt's ready to go. Black t-shirt, giant gun. I think that's where Archer got it from. His gun is, like, comically large. <laughs> yes. And well, it, he works it. Yeah. Like, no, you I wonder, don't doubt is, it. Is the gun large, or is he just shorter than we've always imagined? No, that gun is... I, <laughs> that gun large. is large. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> um, and, and Sam starts the computer lockdown, at least to slow them down a bit. Mm-hmm. So replicators arrive, and before they can retreat, the side door to the gate room opens, and Reese just, like, floats in with her army of replicators. Yeah. And then looks up at them as she mentally closes the blast doors. I, I, yeah. She's just basically got a little replicator army where yeah. she's like, you do this thing. And basically. You do How do you talk to that many things at once? My goodness. I know. That girl could teach, like, group management. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps when the entire group doesn't question you and just does fair. whatever you say. <laughs> Why can't people be more like that? <laughs> Don't question me. Just do whatever I say. So everyone meets up in the hallway. Daniel guesses that she's just trying to get home. Mm-hmm. And Jack's like, um, we should just let her leave. <laughs> and yeah. Sam's like, mm, no, we shouldn't. Because she'll just start destroying from somewhere else. Exactly. We're just delaying the inevitable. Exactly. Um, so Daniel would like to try to stop her instead of just, you know, nuking her. Right. And maybe we get her trust back and we can figure, and, and they're like, well, then what's next? And Daniel going, I don't know. I'm making this shit up as I go. Yeah. Uh, so basically the entire the conversation that happens in that section, I wrap up into, uh, seven words. Ready? Okay. Okay. Jack nukes. <laughs> Daniel diplomacy. <laughs> Sam Machent? <laughs> because that is what all those approaches uh-huh. come down to. It is. It is. Um, so Sam's like, look, if you can get close enough, you can remove her control chip, her little her little, her little uh, GameCube yeah. disc. Yeah, find her off button. And, and those replicators are all tied to her, and she's controlling them, so if she shuts down, the replicator should as well. Again, Machent. And then... <laughs> just get in there. And then they're like... Well, they're also just likely just to attack Daniel to exact revenge. And he's like, well, that's when you guys come in and rescue me. (laughs) I'm surprised Jack just didn't go, I'm willing to take that risk. (laughs) So Hammond is willing to give Daniel a chance. Mm -hmm. um, And even though Jack thinks it's a bad idea. So the control room is just filled with replicators at this point. Reese is just quietly standing on the ramp waiting for them to turn the lights on and get the power back up. And Daniel walks in. Walks up to the camera, asks be let in, and he is. <laughs> and Reese is like, I just want the Stargate activated. Mm-hmm. He goes, no. And he goes, you, well, you, I'm still determined. Like, everyone still hates me. And he goes, no. And then, okay, fine, they're just afraid of me. He goes, ah, yes. I can't say no to that one. <laughs> this is a part of the episode where Daniel channels every movie from the Aladdin <laughs> Every song from the Aladdin Disney movie. Because he first tries to show her his world, or the world. But then he also tells her that she's never had a friend like him. This is my favorite! That's how that portion Because you have goes. never had a friend. Never had a friend. Like Daniel. No, you have never had a friend. <laughs> That's his diplomacy role. Yeah. He finds a, he searches for Disney songs. Uh, you, you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's fine. So Daniel tells her that I just want to be your friend. I just want to be part of your world. <laughs> I can show you our world. <laughs> it's shining. It's he shimmering. literally says, I can show you the world. <laughs> 
Literally. <laughs> so, and she's like, I've never had a friend before. <laughs> like and, and, <laughs> and like, and you know, it's like, look, the toys are fun. But they're not human like we are. Mm-hmm. And that that Daniel will protect her instead. And, <laughs> and and he will show her the world. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's like, where's your magic carpet? <laughs> you can't show her a world without a carpet. This is very true. Um, and, and then he's not very good at slyly trying to shut her down. No. So she no. painfully stops him and is like, <laughs> lying is bad. Yeah, don't, you fucked up. She then turns into 11. <laughs> lying is bad. Yes. Friends don't lie to each other. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she is, she does get kind of 11 here a couple she times. She's yeah, a little bit 11-y. Um, and her replicators just run off to cause chaos then. Mm-hmm. It's shoot him up time. Shoot him up. Let's and- call for Action Hammond. <laughs> well, Action Hammond is in the security camera room mm-hmm. with Sam and all the comp- cameras go down. And Sam tells the others that Daniel's in trouble. You might want to go and do something about that. Mm-hmm. Hammond, Action Hammond is like, well, we can't let any of the replicators out. So we're going to have to go set the self-destruct. Yeah. We're all going to die now. And um, Action Hammond is all for action. He's yeah. like all in. Uh-huh. Once it, don't, don't look, if you ever see Hammond in a black t-shirt, shit is hit the fan. <laughs> you better be ready to die because he is. Yeah. And I will say. Those are the clothes he wants to be buried in. <laughs> so he's putting them on. A good count that we should have done is how many times they set the self-destructive and yeah. stop it. Oh with like less than God. a minute left. <laughs> Why have we not done that? So, um, someone who, I, we don't think we saw their face, so in my head, I don't care if it's not Siler, I'm just saying it's Siler. It's gonna be Siler. it's probably Siler. Starts cutting through the gate room door. Yeah. And Jack and Teal'c start shooting replicators in the hallways. And, um, Reese, like, it, that sets Reese off inside, because, again, she feels them. Mm-hmm. And feels her toys being destroyed. Yeah. Sam and Hammond head into a very small room with a very large bomb. <laughs> and they set it up, and they turn the keys together, and there's five minutes before this episode to get wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get this done quickly. <laughs> we now have a ticking clock in the yeah, corner, 24 style. We've got a raging robot, <laughs> Action Hammond, Berserker Jack. And a literal countdown before uh, yeah. death. <laughs> so, let's get this show on the road, people. So it's, and by the way, it's just sitting there watching the last five minutes of your life countdown, like the worst thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, I don't know what I would do at that point. Like, excuse me for sounding crude, like, do you just like masturbate and yeah. stuff food in your mouth? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Well, they have some replicators <laughs> to kill to pass the time. That's but fair. yeah. Yeah. Um, in the gate room, Reese is frantic. Daniel is trying, like, a little tough love, basically, that, yeah. you know, you could have stopped them before you lost control. You know, you... You were the chosen one! <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to unite us, not to us! I'm just blanking. I know the actual... His, yeah, his I can't think speech. of it either, yeah. I know his screaming speech, because it's, like, my favorite moment of the of the prequels. I have failed you. I have the high ground. <laughs> the weird. Also, it's a beautiful end. mirror because his Obi-Wan's uh, speech to Anakin, they are very much mirrors. Spoilers. If you haven't seen Last Jedi, just skip like 15 seconds in the future. Mirrors uh, Luke's speech to Kylo. That's his and I have truth. failed you. This is truth. Yeah. Okay, we're back. You can come back if you haven't seen. If you haven't seen Last Jedi, Why? Sorry, why? Go see it. Go see it. Um, anyway, uh, it, it, Daniel is giving her the, the tough love, like, you, you, like, 
You could have stopped them from destroying your world. You can stop them from destroying this world here. In the bomb room, Hammond tells Sam to hold fire because one <laughs> of the replicators is pausing like it doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And in the hallway above, Jack it's and Teal... It's It's anxious. Yeah. Jack and Teal are not stopping or pausing in any way. Yeah. They're just continuing to fire at uh-huh. everything. And the gate room is almost done with its little extra door cut into it and yeah. Daniel yells at Reese that her father made her wrong and she destroyed her world and she's about to destroy his and he goes stop now and they won't hurt you mm-hmm. you know maybe we can fix you she doesn't believe him in any way though yeah and the replicator of the bomb room starts moving again and Sam thinks Reese is starting to lose control of her toys uh yeah yeah or just starting, bit. or just starting to lose control. How about in general. just yeah, lose emotional control? So Daniel tells Reese that he promises that he will be the one to wake her up himself, like because he's her friend, and Reese doesn't want Daniel to die. So that's in that moment they finally break Except into the gate room, <laughs> and Jack just steps in, fires at Reese without any hesitations, and then just immediately turns back to continue firing. A Berserker Jack just goes Berserker Jack and was like, "Jack, no feel feeling, yeah. fire weapon." Um, and Daniel goes to her on the floor as she dies, and all the replicators on the base fall apart. Aww. And Jack walks over and takes out the GameCube disc. And Sam and Hammond abort the self-destruct. Yeah. And in the gate room, Daniel's like, you stupid son of a bitch. I am so happy that Daniel stands up for something. Yes. I honestly was hoping, and I wouldn't know it wouldn't have gone well for him, yeah. but I kind of wanted him to like throw a punch. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Just one good one with him not knowing right to the nose. Uh-huh. But yeah, you stupid son of a bitch. And he's like, you didn't have to shoot her. Jack's like, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. And Daniel's like, no, I was getting through to her. She was shutting them down. And Jack's like, no, you had no, I had no way of knowing that. And you had no way of knowing that. Like, uh-huh. and, and Daniel is sure that they didn't shut down because Jack killed Reese. They shut down because she stopped them. Yeah. And you've just killed the only chance we had of stopping all the replicators for good. This is a great little, like, open-ended question. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise, surprise, I'm completely on Daniel's side here. Well, my thing is, like, it was a single gunshot to her chest. Now, obviously, this killed her, but you can't tell me, like, that didn't damage her brain. Right. Like, this, uh, you can't tell me that you're not going to possibly be able to reactivate her at some point later. Or you can still, like, you can still learn a ton from her. Yeah. From the from the body, like, from the technology that she but is. But to Daniel, she became a person. No, and I... The, the truth is you still shot her in No, the I completely agree in that part. Yeah. It's more of, like... I think, I think emotionally in that moment, very much Daniel's like, you just killed the only chance we had of stopping them. Right. I think in half an hour... He will realize that that's not the only chance. Yeah. We still have the technology that makes her up. Yeah, I mean, we've got these two opposites. We've got Jack and Daniel in there who are like, this is black and this is white. We, you know, we haven't had the interjection yet of like a Janet or a Sam was yeah. like, wait a minute, there's there's more here yeah. than we're looking at. Or Sam going, oh, I could still right. find a way to power her. Yeah. You know, um, you know, maybe power her without turning the personality on. Call the ethics committee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like ethics going here because she's clearly like a sentient life form. Yeah. yeah. She clearly, if I forget the measure of a man, I believe is the, the, the next gen episode. Like, I think clearly if you put, if you had like 
maybe not on Earth because they don't quite understand the concept of the sentient. Although I think there was, wasn't there a, an, an android in some country that was deemed uh, like sentient or something like this that like got citizenship? Um, they got citizenship. There is some android that, that got feels citizenship. like a thing. Yeah. But I don't I was, think it packed a tree. But, but I was busy figuring out if I could hide inside of my sweater and I drifted. <laughs> I don't think... Spoiler alert, I can. <laughs> I mean, we haven't had anything that can pass the Turing test, and I think it's pretty obvious that Reese would be able to pass the Turing test. Um, but... Uh, yeah... Yeah, again, call the ethics committee. I think there's a little more to it. There's definitely... This is definitely not the end. No. You know, she's not destroyed. Yeah. There's more to it. It's 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 really depends on how they want to treat her. I I think... I I suspect that if you ask Daniel in this moment, he'd be like, she's dead. Give her a proper send-off. Yeah. And and we're done. Yeah. We find another way to deal with the replicators. But... That's not how science works. That's not how science works. We do not know. We are just left with with Jack going off to sweep the base and Daniel sitting next to Reese's sweep body. Sweep the base. It's not like sweep the leg, but I wanted to try it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've had fun this episode. I really Let's like this get down one. to business <laughs> to defeat the no. bugs. <laughs> Yes. Sorry, that just randomly popped in my it head. It happens. I'm, I'm, guys, I'm contagious. I apologize. I'm ending my weird... You say that as if this is not how my brain this works when truth. you're not here. Very truth. <laughs> Very truth. That's grammar. Um, I dig this episode. Yeah. I think it goes on my list. Does it? I have to look at the list. Okay, though. hold up. I, I Let's feel, get back to the list. I feel like it could. You feel? You get the feels? That it could. Alrighty. Currently yours is Wormhole Extreme, 48 Hours, Summit Last Stand Together, Feel yeah. Safe, and then you have a tie at a threshing, a threshing, Ascension and Threshold, a, which combines a to a threshing. <laughs> um, Ascension and Threshold are the Teal'c episodes, correct? Uh, no, Ascension. Threshold is. Uh, threshold is. Ascension is uh, Ghost. Oh, right. And Failsafe is... Tell me again which one Failsafe is. Failsafe is uh, the one that they're... Uh, shit. That's okay. Um, we'll come back to that. Yeah, hold up. You you figure it out. Give me one second Some because I'm a horrible... And are the... As, as I would like to say, as as Matt and Matt say and James Bonding, we're lovers, not experts. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm fine with that. If you want... Uh, yeah, if you, if you want facts, read a book. Exactly. <laughs> to quote my favorite murder. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. I think I'd have to see. It may tie with hmm. Ascension. Failsafe's the one we just had with the asteroid, duh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that one. Duh. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to tie with Ascension and I'm going to lose Threshold. Alrighty. Because it's kind of a fun, weirdly almost romantic yeah. episode with a non-regular cast member. You yeah, see what I mean? I see it as much... Yeah, I don't see it as, a, like... A, a and I don't think it's romantic. No, yeah. it's not romantic something. A but relationship. Yes, it's, it's a relationship. Clear, it's a relationship, That's but it's, the word I'm it's almost like... Like a mentor, mentee. There's this thing that pulls at the heartstrings yes. with someone that's not part of the SGC. So you see them be human outside of each other. Um, and I, I like that feel. Yeah, I actually think that this is going to replace Warrior for mine. <gasps> Whoa. 
Yeah, I do really like this episode. Yeah. Um, Plus, I this think, actress is great. Oh, she, dude, Danielle <laughs> gets the Tara Award to me yeah. for sure because for, she for playing is crazy. amazing in this episode. For playing, let's 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 be smart about the words we use. For playing mentally unstable as well as she does. And it's not, yeah, and it's it's a childlike. Yeah, it's it's a childlike grasp of 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 someone who is who has no almost no concept of consequences. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, the, it really is just someone without. I think grasp was the right word. There's no grasp of of quite how to handle emotion. Yeah, of emotion or consequences. Done. I yeah. dig it. Um, what do we got next week? Next week we're talking Sentinel. Dun dun dun. Are we close to the end of the season? We have, oh. yes. Yes, we are. We're so close. Yes, okay. people are, there is an episode after Sentinel. Okay. Um, that people have been waiting for you to see since we started people this series. People are people in. All yeah. right, I'm ready. This is exciting now. So we have one episode until then. One more, and then and then the one another one. Yes. And then we're done. Uh, before we go, uh, we want to say thank yous to a couple of new patrons on our list. Yes. Uh, we have Arabelle, which I really dig that name because it sounds like Annabelle. It's very pretty. Uh, well, it sounds like a Poe. Uh, character it's a well it is a poke annabelle lee is a poe uh woman in a in a poke in a poem i can't say poe and poem <laughs> at once so i keep getting stuck it's a it's po- a love poem it's a poem um poem it's a poem um i'm usually the one that's good with words <laughs> Arabelli, I think your name is cool. And then we have Devin Garcia. And then we have Billy Logue. Um, and so, guys, remember how we were like, we can get the December podcasts out? <laughs> Needless to say, uh, there's some... They're coming. There's some coming. crazy things that happened here in Terra lands at the they end of done, December. And they're coming. They're done and they're printed and they're, they're, they're ready to be dropped in the mail. We're gonna get, and then we didn't want to lose them, like in all the holiday stuff. I'm always scared because they're postcards yeah. and they're tiny. Uh, so I may or may not have made an unconscious decision to yeah. wait. But the January uh, ones are are like almost done being designed, even. Yeah. So like those are get out in the next. Like they'll be. We'll try to get them out like two weeks. In, yeah. <laughs> two weeks from now. Done. So. Um, but yeah. we love you guys, and we'll see you next week with Sentinel. Yes. Rise of the Sentinels. That was an X Men thing. That's not the same so. Sentinels. No. Um, uh, you know where to find us. On Twitter, we're at Tara Podcast. On Facebook, we're at There's No Place Like Tara. Um, uh, you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. And you can find us at patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, like and rate and review and all the things. And thanks for hanging out. And congratulations to the future Mrs. Bartender. Yay! <laughs>